The MTG Podcast is a virtual space for women and men in the tech and creative industries. Tune in as we put it all on the table, sharing authentic life truths as we sustain and empower each other in search of our tribe. We're more than a designer. We're more than our name badge. We're more than the work we produce. Welcome to the More Than Graphics Podcast. We're We're that that tribe. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. This is the More Than Graphics Podcast. Uh, I'm Danielle. I'm Cicely. (laughs) I'm Priscilla. And uh, together we make this simonious effort that we call More Than Graphics. So I am really excited about the conversation that we're going to be having in and throughout the day. But first, in case you don't know who we are, um, we are a podcast that's a multi-award-nominated podcast that is a virtual safe space for women in the tech and creative industries. It serves as a tribe with a vibe to educate, inspire, and empower one another while still on the lifelong journey of simply doing the work on self. Um, Speaking of the work on self, um, today's episode of Growth is rated hashtag GRWN because the topic of this convo is none other than our most precious part of ourselves. Um, and if you don't already know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about your hoo-ha or your fanny. Moisty <laughs> cleft. <laughs> we recognize it anyway. As the vagina. Okay. The I'm vagina. We're talking not. about the vagina. We did it. <laughs> so anyway, before we get directly to that conversation and welcoming our amazing guest, what's up with y'all? Priscilla, Cicely, what's up? You tell me, Priscilla. You go first. I always go first. Wow. Oh, we're going, we're going short person first. Huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I don't know. I've been kind of really, I've been really busy lately with, um, you know, like work. And then my son just yesterday, he has like a ear infection and strep. Oh. <laughs> but, um, you know, I'm excited because I've been doing some stuff with um, Kentucky creatives. Right. Awesome. And um, yeah. I'm actually, I'm actually I, I set a hard date for myself. So you guys have to hold me to it. But I'm going to be doing my everyday celebrations book because the uh, tell a story, oh, tell a story day is coming up here in April. So it's also going to be my 1000th day of celebration. Wow. So, that's what I wow. said. <laughs> We're proud of you. Priscilla. Yes. Go, girl. That's what's up with me. And oh now gosh, he's that's asleep. hard to follow up. Jeez. <laughs> well, well, unlike Priscilla, I'm not into making a book or celebrating a thousand days of anything. But um, school is winding down. So it is looking like I've got two more tests left. So it looks like I'm going to finish the semester out with a B which I am excited about because, woo, Lord, it was a long one. It was a very long semester. So I'm looking forward to the summer, to having a little more freedom, to Disney. We got Disney planned at the end of the summer. So just looking forward to moving forward and (laughs) finishing up this last semester come fall. So yeah, that's about all that's new with me. Danielle, what about you? Yeah, I've just been sitting. I'm I'm getting over the flu-like weather. So I'm, I'm I'm actually really grateful that like we had this little break right now in time so that I could just sit and be still and heal yes. and do the things that my body needs to do so that I can be hustling the next week because <laughs> that's exact I don't have no choice but to hustle the next week. So um yeah I'm really excited for like what's happening in and around the space we mentioned before 
um, being a multi-nominated uh, podcast is really amazing for us. Um, we're just doing some things. And it can't happen without each and every one of you who are listening and sharing and having those extra conversations outside of listening to what you hear here. So here, yeah, I said that right here, here, yeah. So <laughs> it's one of the situations where <laughs> I'm like really excited because I just don't know what, what the next you know, part of that journey will be. But whatever it is, I know that it's with all of you in our community and that's enough for me. So I'm just really excited for what's to come, um, sharing this experience with all of you wonderful ladies. Um, and then also too, as things kind of progress, we are like, we talked about maybe shifting some things around. Um, so I'm really excited to you know talk about that LinkedIn audio um, event that's happening on the 18th of April. Um, so that's something I'll probably, <laughs> this is funny because I'm really glad it's pre-recorded because I just realized this will come out after that. But there's more LinkedIn <laughs> audio <laughs> events that will be happening after that. So I'm really excited about that part. So uh, I think this is a great time to kind of switch gears. Today is all about growth. Um, do we have any thoughts in and around that? I can kind of kick this off as well. Um, to talk about growth, this episode on growth. There's so many different ways we can talk about this. But I choose to kind of focus on more of the things that I have learned and how I can apply it now, right? Mm -hmm. um, the things that um, were maybe difficult to achieve or foresee that somehow we were been able to progress and learn from. Um, as women creatives and women in tech, that's what we constantly do, right? We're constantly in a state of beta. So we're always testing, we're always figuring out, we're always tinkering, um, squirreling even if you want to go that far. So I just feel like in a lot of ways, um, growth is really timely because this is a time of season where we can start figuring out and mapping out what's working, what's not working, and what we need to keep doing and what we need to do less of. Anybody else want to take a stab at growth? That's a word. Like I, <laughs> I, look, I'm like, I don't even know what else to follow that up with. Um, I would just say, like, I love that growth can be reflective, like you mentioned. I think as I'm looking at growth for myself in this particular season, growth is more about pushing my limits and kind of learning more about myself and getting outside of my comfort zone. So that's kind of where my growth is right now. And I see that happening and it's, it's uncomfortable, but it's not like, I don't have the resistance that I used to. Like before I'd be like, oh God, like it's just too much. I can't do it. And now I'm like, you know what? I'm going to roll with the punches. I'm going to, you know, feel it out as I go. Like, you know, we joke about this in tech all the time, like build the plane as we're flying. Like that's what I'm kind of doing in my own life. So instead of, I'm of course growing from, you know, previous points, but I'm really just kind of setting the tone for a new chapter in my life. So that's where I'm at. Chapter, speaking of chapter, no, just kidding. <laughs> no, the growth, um, I'm really excited about that because um, what I was saying, like what I, what Danielle has been pushing me, I say she's put, what she's forcing me to do. No, what she's pushing me to do, you know, is nice because it's a growth in which I've been kind of sitting on. Danielle knows this. <laughs> I have been sitting on this for a long time, but it's like I needed her to give me like, hey, do, can you do this for me? So then I was like, oh, of course, I'm not going to let Danielle down, <laughs> you know, and help each other out. And so I think that does mean a lot like with growth, what we sometimes do need the other part. I mean, it's like, not as if I didn't think that I couldn't do it for myself, but it's like, and, and that's something that I would like to grow at better is, you know, I think especially as mothers <laughs> or single mothers, like we put ourselves, it's that fill in that empty cup, right? And 
I always say this all the time. It's like I go through these seasons where I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm going to go and put myself first or I'll not, you know, whatever. But in this case, putting kind of something else first kind of made me push myself ahead. And now I'm like, I'm kind of actively trying to go, okay, I could do this. And I think also where I'm at with, um, you know, just, uh, you know, also moving along with my children's growth. So that's something that kind of makes me stumble a little bit. But thankfully, I've got, you know, you guys to help me grow, grow, grow in a good way. <laughs> yes, girl, we are, we're here for all the steps. Um, and I, I completely relate off that um, as a parent, it's hard um, to kind of keep up, right? Um, sometimes it feels a little bit more of an uphill climb. <laughs> And then just keep up with everything else, right? Um, but I do, I completely agree. Community is everything. So when you have the right people, the right support in place, it becomes less of a, a sprinted endurance run. It becomes more of a steady walk, steady pace, which is how we're meant to walk with each other in life. Um, so I really feel like that is something that, uh, true testament to growth right there. <laughs> the community part, which is why this podcast even exists. Um, because we're just wanting to be that level of community. So wonderful. I love all these thoughts on growth. I think this is the perfect time to introduce our guest. Um, Cicely, will you do the honors? Absolutely. I'm excited. So today's guest is Miss Lita Toussaint. Lita Toussaint, owner and creator of Gentle, helps women with sensitive vaginas find a true cleanse and symptom relief by providing a healthy alternative to feminine care without the harsh ingredients. Lita is no stranger to vaginal infections. In her late 20s, she suffered from recurring yeast infections and bacterial vaginosis for almost a year. After trying multiple products and antibiotics that only made her symptoms worse, Lita created a natural feminine wash with a clean and sophisticated formula where she found relief within days. Lita's 12-year background in medical science and passion for women's reproductive health laid the foundation to help launch Gentle in 2018. Lita is currently working to help women go gentle with the goal of dismantling the, the taboo stigma around women's health, bodies, and sexual wellness. Welcome to Miss Lita Toussaint. Thank you guys. That was awesome. <laughs> I'm glad to be here. Thanks Girl, for bio having me. Everything. Yes, that bio is everything. I love it. Okay, so I have to like, in my head, like I, I did research, okay, because I, I am, I'm also someone who has come, come over this, the struggle, hurdle, right? Yeast infections, things along bacteria, vaginosis, all that is legit. Mm -hmm. So I love the fact that we have someone here who has found a way to solve uh, some of these problems, right? Mm -hmm. um, this is huge for me. So I kind of just want to know, like, in making this brand, I'm sure you've had a lot of pushback, right? You've had of a course. lot of people. Um, maybe, you know, not, not necessarily agree with, um, with what you are forming, what you are building. Um, mm -hmm. I just kind of want to know, like, from your perspective, like, what was a difficult season for you that you were able to kind of overcome while building your brand? And then what did that teach you? Mm, this is so good, because I purposefully, like, go back to this season, or this moment, and I won't even say if it's a season, but a moment. Um, so Gentle is now on Amazon, has been on Amazon for maybe a year and a half at this point. And it's it's been amazing, right, to be able to reach so many different women um, with the product, right? It's amazing. Um, however, you know, when you do things like that and you end up on a beast of a marketplace like Amazon, 
you open up yourself to criticism, right? Uh, it's one thing to try to build my own community um, on Instagram and other social media platforms, but that's a whole nother ball game. People are trying it and they're like, oh, you know, they either like it or they don't like it. And so I remember my the very first one star that I got <laughs> over on uh, on Amazon and it just threw me for a loop. I was like, what? This is like for everyone. What do you mean? I don't understand. So um, in that we're, we're talking about growth. Right. But uh, in that I was like, you know what? Um there's, this is something that's not for everybody, right? And you got to be okay with what God has given you is not for everybody. So um, be okay with that and just kind of move on. Literally today, I went back because, you know, I have to go and do some adjustments and things over there for as far as the campaigns go. But I went over and, I'm, you know, I'm checking the, the reviews just to see. And there's another one that's like, um, I gave it two stars because it didn't lather. And it's like, it doesn't, you know, it was all these different things. So the, the biggest pushback I got about uh, creating a product and the business itself was um, it was totally something different than any any woman has ever tried when it comes to feminine hygiene um, and a feminine wash at that. Like no lathering because there's no sulfates and all that other stuff. But we'll get into all of that. But, um, you know, so I had my reasons like, no, but this is why you should like it. But it got to a point was you know what? It does. It doesn't matter. People are going to think what they want to think and say what they want to say. And I can't control that. And so what can I control in my sphere of influence? That's what I'm going to focus on. I can't focus on anything else. So it is what it is. <laughs> Ooh, we as a word, that's a whole word. Cause I just feel like that's exactly where I feel like a lot of women are in, in, the, in the scope and realm of tech and women creatives. We can only influence our own sphere. Of, we can only stay within our sphere. We cannot yep. physically jolt somebody else to <laughs> telekinesis believe exactly what we say. But yep. we can show with our action. We can show with our follow through. We can show with our words. And I feel like that's exactly what you have done in this particular case. So this is so inspiring. Thank you for sharing that with us. I'm, I'm glad you asked the question because, you know, it's it's. You know, most people just kind of share their highlight reels, the very good and awesome things that happen. You come on a, an amazing award winning podcast like this and you're like, let me tell them all my highlights. And we're starting off with the one star. <laughs> so you know. I love it. The one star is what makes us great. Right. Like that's yeah. how we learn. That's how we. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love this. Yes. <laughs> um, I had one more like kind of follow up to that and I kind of mm -hmm. wanted to add on to like this conversation about adding the focus on the sphere of influence. Is there a particular um, process that led you to that, that finishing kind of thought? What, of how, why it's so important to focus just on your sphere of influence? This is okay. So once you guys join the, you know, the gentle lady tribe or just kind of see what we have going on, on um, over on Instagram. So every fall season, right. I make a point for us to, like I can talk about feminine health all year round, right? But when it comes to the fall season, this is where, this is that season, um, I call it mother nature's, um, her uh, part of her ovulation cycle where things are starting to die off, right? Um, things are changing. You see the leaves changing and all of that. The, it, it, things start to look a little different. And I challenge us, everybody in the tribe to really focus on um, your, ourselves and do that deep introspection, right? Because there's something that we can reflect on. And from that, we can we can really just kind of zone in on and 
let it kind of marinate throughout the winter. And when we come to the springtime, when it's growth season, we can really just kind of see those things blossom. So with all that being said, to answer your question, um, there are books that I, I just love to read, right? There are books that I think are just pivotal. Two of them that I read every single year. The first one is um, The Four Agreements. Um, and then the second one is, and I can get the authors for you, they'll come to my mind, but the second one is um, uh, A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. Oh my goodness. When I tell you, <laughs> those two books completely changed the way that, they changed the way that I view other people. I think we get so caught up into like, um, what people think about us, that we don't pay attention to what's happening with ourselves, right? And so um, they really helped me kind of dissociate from, disassociate from, you know, people's thoughts and feelings and ideas about what I'm doing and who they think I am, um, because it leaves me freedom to grow, right? Freedom to to make changes about myself, freedom to, to uh, kind of, you know, disagree with my past self, right? In order to grow. So it's, they they just kind of changed my life. So if y'all haven't read them, please go and read them. They're everything, everything. <laughs> I'm totally doing it. I'm I'm literally like Amazoning like as I go right now. Um, <laughs> this is amazing. Thank you for these tools because some of us need them. Like I feel like in a lot of areas, we always could use resources to help broaden our minds. As Cicely has repeatedly said on this podcast, we have to do that work on self before we can even start stepping out the door and start doing things for others. Um, in any type of capacity. So um, this is a great work on self. <laughs> Resources and books are a faith. So yeah, right on. Thank you so much for sharing that. Of course, of course. That made me think of something, piggybacking off of Danielle and off of this wonderful season of self-growth. Um, it made me think about like how when you start a business, like there's always a lot of like excitement and there's a lot of newness and it's really fun. And then like you run into the one stars and then things like, you know, shit starts to get real really quick sometimes. Yeah. Um, so just kind of in the same, um, in the nature of talking about growth, what is one thing that you've seen that um, in your life has like paralleled? So in terms of your business and yourself, like how has your growth paralleled? Like what's one thing that's kind of propelled you forward in business that's also helped you and propelled you forward in your personal life? Mm, this is that's a really good question. See, that's a, such a good question. So, all right, y'all know this because you're entrepreneurs, you're creatives, right? As a creative, like we get so in the weeds, right? Like, don't put me on any admin stuff. Like, let me focus on this thing. I don't care how unorganized this looks, it's organized in my brain, right? <laughs> so, when I mean, even as just like entrepreneurs, we, um, we are, we're learning things as we go, right? Uh, honestly, there's there's no like rule book to any of it. You're kind of like figuring it out as you go. And then you kind of are able to make like strategic plans based on what you know and what you can forecast, right? Um, for myself, uh, I knew I had to do this for the business, but as a creative, right? This is not, this is not my cup of tea. Like find somebody else to do this. I'm not about to do this, right? <laughs> Let me just create. I'm a creative visionary. I, I see what the social should look like. I see, you know, what the events should look like. You know, I can do all of that. But when you start trying to get me to organize and look at the analytics and all of that, we got a problem. And so interestingly enough, I realized that 
I was purposefully not learning those things, not learning the analytics and all of that. And and I had to dig deep and try to find out like, what is the issue with that? It's because I had such an attachment, personal attachment to my brand uh, because it was part of, it came from a, a struggle place from, uh, for myself. So it was, I had that issue and trying to detach myself from that personally, uh, that it kept me from doing the things that I was fearful of, right? Growing in that aspect. And so as I continue to grow and scale the business, um, there are things I have to do, right? I can't get away from looking at the analytics. It, it's not, I mean, come on now, Danielle, you know this, right? I can't get away from looking at the analytics. It's not going to, it's not going to work out for me. I mean, Numbers it's all, friends, right? exactly. It's, it's, it's telling a story and it's telling us where we need to cha make changes. And so um, it was a great question, Cicely. Like I had to, the parallel was my business is growing, but I had to grow with the business, right? I had to grow with the business in areas that were not my strong suit. Again, as a creative, you know, even as I'm, I'm the type of person who loves harmony. And so if I can have the team that, that everyone is working in their strengths, it's the, it's the best team. Like we're a well-oiled machine, but it's just me. <laughs> Right. So let's do this in a way that makes sense and learn these things until I can get those people in place. It's not like I have to do it forever by myself. So that was the parallel. I had to grow with my business and 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 really just kind of get my feet wet in the areas that I sucked at, that I was terrified of. I like, oof, just honestly, I love it. I love it. And I love that too. Because now, like, just hearing you say that kind of reminds me of my own struggle in my business ventures, but it's almost the exact same thing that, like, you have to sometimes, sometimes we become so intertwined with our business, like, it's our baby, it is, like, another, what, like, an extension of ourselves that we, like, really get, like, we really turn it into, like, another version of ourselves, and you very much spoke to that, like, the things that I don't like to do, well, I'm not going to do that in my business either, because I don't like it. But your business needs it, right? Like you need it to grow and to flourish and to, you know, become the entrepreneur you want to be, to live the life that you have manifested and created and thought about and dreamt about. But in order to get there, we also have to change ourselves. Oof, oof, just, it's a word. Just the way, mm, it is. I got nothing else. No. <laughs> I got nothing else. That was it. That's all I was like. It's a whole word. I'm sitting here as you're talking, I'm like, I got to say something. I'm hitting a sticker on my laptop, not the <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of squirrel, it's also an acorn. So <laughs> everything relates. Everything goes back to each other. But no, uh, a couple of things that you talked about earlier. It's like you were talking about. Um, I wrote down the notes that I wrote down. It was like comparison trap, right? Mm -hmm. And we did this thing when I talk about with my daughter about poison thoughts and antidote thoughts. And it's kind of like the comparison trap is really a huge poison thought. And in order for us to grow, you know, we have to find what that antidote is. And so I was wondering like on, um, you know, when you looked at that one star, right? Mm -hmm. That's big, right? What was your, I guess, so to say your antidote thought for you to the, I mean, the statement, I guess you had to have made a statement to yourself or something, right? Mm -hmm. In order for you to grow and go past that. I mean, yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I'm gonna be transparent, right? I was stuck mm -hmm. on that one star for about, mm -hmm. for about mm, uh, 15 days, maybe a couple weeks. It, it, it stung, it hurt, right? Like, um, 
And so I think the first thing was allow myself to feel the feel, right? This is real, right? This is this is this is a moment, a pivotal moment where you get to see like this is not for everybody and people have their own thoughts about it. And there were so many things that ran through my mind like you know, all the people who have tried it, are they just being nice? Like, is this, you know, like what is really going on, you know? Um, and so uh, there were other stipulations to that because with Amazon, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but Amazon won't allow you or, or won't show your like campaigns and your product to um, uh, to certain people, or I guess a certain number of people, if you have a certain number um, rating, right? Or review score. And so I was like, I have to do something about this. And this is where the entrepreneur part kicked in was like, well, we got to do another campaign because numbers matter here. Right. I need more numbers. And so that thing that kind of uh, that kind of got me out of that rut after that 15 days or so, I'm going back to the book, The Four Agreements. Right. One of the agreements is don't take things personally. Right. Um, it's so important because, you know, People are going to say, people are finicky, right? People are wishy-washy. One day they like you, another day they don't, right? This group likes you for this thing and then they they hate you for this other thing, right? It's it's one of those that things that you don't have control over. And I had to really just kind of say, you know what? I went back to that, <laughs> to the book and it's like, don't take things personal. Um, understand that this is their, their opinion and they're entitled to that but this doesn't mean anything about you. And that was the part that I was having the most problems with was she said this thing, but she was talking to me and not the brand or not the product. Right. And so I had to make that disassociation and that's what helped me do it. So, um, and then, you know, you just got to get back to business. Like, all right, girl, cause there's like 40 other people that said that they like it. Right. <laughs> so it is what it is. Like, I, I'm sorry, you felt that way. And then it was the, do the customer service. You're good at peopling, right? Send our message. I'm sorry that you feel that way. You know, if there's anything else that we can do, we would love to send you a new product um, to get it, to allow you to try it out. You can have a conversation with the owner. She would love to have a conversation. You know what I mean? Those type of things. Um, but at the end of the day, it was that, don't take things personally. Read the book. Read the book. Four agreements. It's amazing. <laughs> I love that. Oh my gosh. That's what sparked me most of all is just understanding that that mentality, right? Um, one is one is not entirely done, right? So I love the fact that um, also quote the book of Sicily when we talk about you know we can't we can't grow if we don't go, right? Mm -hmm. That means go all the way, not just go half the way. Not just go one fourth of the way, go all the way. So that does mean taking on things that are not as comfortable to us or innately prone to us. That means also going to this unknown territory of, you know, the the one star and beyond the one star. Mm -hmm. um, you know, things along those lines. That's the mentality that I think of every single time when you mention, you know, going into that darker place of of doubt. It's the other side of doubt, which is confidence, mm -hmm. and just moving forward past that moment. And I think that's just very very, very powerful. And I know it's a great example for tons of other women who are listening to this episode today. So thank you for sharing that thought. I, I appreciate the um, question, Priscilla, because um, I don't get to talk about this that often. You know, people are always asking me about the highlights, right? But this is what helps people kind of propel. Like they want to see the nitty gritty, like what's really going on in some of these businesses and what do we really have to deal with on a daily basis? Um, so the question really gets personal and I hope y'all don't mind, but I, I'm, my superpower is vulnerability. So 
listen, I'm, I'm gonna be 100 out here about it because um, I'm not gonna let it stop me from doing what I need to do, so. <laughs> and that's like what we appreciate about you, all of our guests and us as well. Like we'll tell you all the bad stuff that happened. Like we always <laughs> joke about like, that's literally where that growth comes from. Like my most recent like faux pas, my one star <laughs> moment recently was you know having to repeat a semester of nursing school i had to repeat a class it's because i had to end up dropping out i was gonna fail but i was like you know what i had to take that l because there were things going on in my life that i couldn't control but what could i control getting back on the horse getting back into the groove of things coming out of this class with a b and just excelling so the same way that you said like you know hey i had to take i couldn't take it personal right like they weren't trying to fail me it wasn't like you know the world was against me it was nothing like that. It was just, I had to take a step back, do some introspection, really give myself the time I needed to heal from what was going on in my life. And then I had to get back on the horse and get back out there and do it. And that, you know, going back to what Danielle said earlier about the growth part, like we can reflect and look at things and that's how we move on. And like, that's a hundred percent how it is. So when people, you know, they always see, like you said, the highlight reel, they always see the success, but I think a lot of times and that's why I love about our podcast. We're we're very vulnerable <laughs> about the things um, that don't happen, that don't go, that go, that don't go the way we want them to. Because you have to see that. You cannot pretend that like, oh, it's always glitz and glamour and excitement and awards and you know, uh, viewership and listenership. It's not always those things. It takes a lot of steps to get to that. But nobody sees. Um, like, you know, like Lizzo made this like comparison. Nobody sees like the 10 years I was working to get to that one hit single. All you see is that Lizzo blew up overnight. Nah, Lizzo been working, right? Like Lizzo be eating, Lizzo be working, Lizzo be doing everything. But we don't always recognize, and I think a lot of people just don't see it because, you know, we have microwave, <laughs> we have microwave culture. A lot of people just don't see that there was so much work that goes into just this one moment or two for you to be able to put yourself out there and to launch and release this product that's so personal to you, that helped you, that's now helping hundreds, thousands of women as well, that there's so much work that goes into that, so much vulnerability, so much of ourselves, like, ugh, it's just, I'm so glad that you're wanting to speak about the vulnerability and very honest about it. Like I always joke, like if I ever, you know, blow up and get super famous, I'm gonna tell people about all the bad stuff that happened just so that you know, like it wasn't like, oh yeah, I'm like an overnight sensation. Like, nah, girl, I fought to get here for sure. But I love that you brought that up. So thank you. Mm -hmm. like, you know, I always say that I think like the good wouldn't be as good if it wasn't, you know, it's kind of like sweet doesn't taste so sweet if you didn't have sour to compare with it. Right. Mm -hmm. And I've always said everyone, uh, anything that I've been at right now and you guys, you two know, like my story and everything like that. It's like, I would not appreciate it now. You know, it's like, I need, you need to take those, those things need to happen in order for you to have the big success. Cause you can't get past, you can't get past that one. We can't get to the five, right. Without passing the one and the two and the three and the four. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. That was a whole word. Get up. Just get up. Man. Uh, Priscilla, that was awesome. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, I absolutely love that because I do feel like in a lot of ways, we, again, get stuck at the one. And for a lot of women, especially in tech right now, because this industry is so much, there's so much overturn, right, in the areas of tech. I just feel like we get stuck at the one. We don't get, we get the rejection letter. We get the, the no, we get the soft, no, thank you. We get all these things we're trying to transcend and climb this ladder. And it is very easily, 
easy for us to just get stuck at I'm staying at the bottom because there's just no, all I'm hearing is no. All I'm seeing is the one star. All I'm seeing is um, the, the polite no thank you. And I think in a lot of ways that should continue to challenge us and spur us to keep trying anyway. Um, again, coming from this constant state of beta mindset, we know that for every uh, positive reaction or every negative reaction, there's a positive reaction. And so we understand that at some point on some level that whether we keep hearing that same, eventually we're going to get a yes. Eventually mm -hmm. we're going to have something else happen. And so I think that should be a motivational piece for a lot of women who are listening to this podcast in regards to keep going, keep striving, keep climbing, um, keep building. I think that's another really big part of the community that's in and around women in tech and women creatives. Keep building because eventually you will find your tribe. And when you do find your tribe, the stars will align, the seas will part, all the things will happen. I think that's a really good testament to kind of how we've been able to build MPG and how we've been able to build this podcast as well. So just kind of keep that in mind. For every no that you're, you're hearing or you're feeling, there is a, a positive yes somewhere. It's just a matter of us being patient in that weight to, to accept that and to seek it out. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, these are great conversation pieces. I really appreciate this. Um, mm -hmm. So I have a question. Okay. Um, my question is, how do you define, how do you define growth? Like, how do, how do you, what is, what is your measurement mentally for that? Mm, um, this might sound different. Uh, not weird, just different. Uh, my measurement of growth is comfort, right? Uh, because you can't have growth in a comfort zone. And so if I am, for me, right, this not, might not be for everybody, but for me, if I'm feeling a little bit too comfortable in one thing, it's telling me like, okay, we're not, we're not necessarily growing or could we grow here, right? Um, so uh, it's so crazy, y'all, that when we decided, y'all hit me with the pick one of these, I'm like, let's, we're going to talk about growth. I've been having this conversation about growth for the last two weeks surprisingly, which is so crazy. And and I, I keep saying it keeps kind of coming back up. It's like there's no growth in the comfort zone and there's no comfort in the growth zone. And I think, Cicely, you kind of touched on that earlier um, in the podcast, in this episode, like you, you know, there's going to be, there's some uh, uncomfortability. I call it growing pains. And there's a reason why there's growing pains, right? Um, and I always just kind of use the analogy of the of a plant, like a seed that gets to grow, but it grows underneath the soil, a rich soil that we can't see that is such a rich soil at the moment. But we're experiencing all these being stretched in a certain way. And um, come that springtime and that blossom season, right, when it's our turn, we're poking our head up out the out, up out, out the dirt and we kind of get to blossom a little bit. So. Growth to me is is uh, measured by my comfort, right? Like, where am I in my comfort? And is there an opportunity for me to grow here? Because, you know, if I'm feeling a little bit too comfortable, there's a, there's a moment for me. Ooh-wee. I love this. I hope everyone hears that. Like, you cannot really get to the blush part. You can't get to the harvest without going through the reaping and the sowing. Like, there's so many of us that just want to skip the button. Right, you want to hit the easy button. What is it? The staples easy button. We just want to hit the easy button, and then we want to go to the next thing. I did that, and I'm like, mm, actually, you hit the easy button. <laughs> you yep. skip that part. 
the part of the process, the um, growing pains, as you uh, mentioned, I think that's a huge part of what spurns us to be greater than where we started at point A and how we got to point C. So all we talk about, <laughs> we talk about uh, one of our good friends, uh, Chris Hudson with Life Journey Clothing. He talks about, you know, the journey, right? It's not about the destination. It's all about the journey. And I completely agree that in order for us to grow, we have to go through the journey. It's not about just getting to point A and getting to point C, um, which, which can happen. Don't get us wrong. I mean, there's plenty of people out there right now who are doing that. They skip the, the little plots in between. And they just get straight to the results. But I mm -hmm. feel like it's more fruitful for us as people um, when we experience all the things and not just pick and choose the experiences we want to experience. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, ladies out there, keep that in mind. <laughs> I agree. I was uh, I remember having a conversation with a friend of mine um, and she, she kind of she's a she's a visionary also. So but she's like at step you know, where she should be at step two, she's like at step 10, right? And there was a moment that was like, do, do we, okay, so do we know what one steps one, two, and three are? Well, yeah. Do we need steps four through 10 right now? And she's like, no. I'm like, look, don't, don't stress yourself out. Like, why are we doing this to ourselves? <laughs> like, let's kind of focus on and execute what we can right now and what we know, right? And then we will get there. We will get there. And so, you spot on. I mean, growth is, uh, it's inevitable, right? It's inevitable. However, we can get, we can absolutely get in the way of our own growth. And so, um, but it's going to happen one way or the other. And, you know, hope for myself, I, I just try to be open to it um, instead of trying to be so resistant because, you know, we're going to deal with the pains and I, I don't want it to be as painful <laughs> as it could be. <laughs> like, let's, let's take the, the road to less resistance, right? <laughs> I heard that. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm still like in awe. I love this little, the little snippet you just shared with us earlier about you can't have growth in a comfort zone, and there's no comfort in a growth zone. Like that is huge. I feel like a lot of people will take away, um, will take this away with them, carry this with them, um, because I do feel like that is something that applies in whatever area of the industry that you are in. If you're a creative, this applies to you directly because that's part of our process already. But for women in tech, even more so as we try to um, acclimate to whatever level that we want to get to in the realm of tech. So um, that was deeply profound. So thank you for sharing that. That really touched me personally. Uh, I'm glad. It, it, it's been carrying me. <laughs> it's definitely been carrying me. Um, I had a completely unrelated question, and then I'll jump out so Priscilla can ask a question. What's your zodiac sign? I'm an Aquarius. <laughs> oh my god! I knew it. I knew you were an Aquarius. I'm an Aquarius too. Because when you were like, when you kept talking about how like you didn't want to sound weird, and there was, I was like, girl, we, we're weird, and it's fine. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. That's all I wanted to know. I will, I will step out now. Go ahead. <laughs> Um, I knew that was coming. I saw it was coming. Like I felt <laughs> the energy, like Cicely was going to ask the question. It was coming. I love it. Um, okay. Uh, Priscilla, do you have any thoughts on this as well? Or do you want to ask the next question? Either one. Oh, yeah. No, I, Cicely threw me off. <laughs> it's like one of those things, you know, I have a thought. Leave it. No, but I, one thing I do remember, uh, and I'll try to backtrack to what it was. I was thinking of, you know, when we're talking about, uh, it reminded me also of um, 
like when we say the term like writer's block, right? You have that, but then in order, and then you have the breakthroughs and the brainstorms and that's just a statement. It's not really a, I mean, it's more of a comment statement, so it's not really a question, but I was just saying is that it just makes me think of all these little terms, like when we're for creative people, we do, I mean, there's always the, we always have the growth when we have that brainstorm mm. and it's nice because sometimes it's, uh, yeah, edit around here. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, Priscilla, that's that's a good point, though. So it, it made me think of, I don't know if you guys have read uh, Shonda Rhimes' book, The Year of Yes, right? It's a great book. Um, if you haven't, make sure that you read it. It's awesome. But she gets to a point where she starts to ex explain her, um, her creative process. And she calls it like when she's getting ready to write or she's writing and she's in the zone, she calls it like the 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 train is on the tracks. Right. There's this humming of the train that's on the tracks and there are small things that can try to like throw it off. Right. Um, and these distractions that we have. But she has to like get in this closet. And when she was younger, it was like in this pantry in her house. But she gets in this closet and she just kind of zones in. Um, and then she has this ultimately has this breakthrough. Here we are, you know, years later with how many different types of shows, right? That have been, I mean, Grey's Anatomies have been running since who knows when, right? <laughs> so you're, you're spot on with that. Um, it, it goes hand in hand with, with that type of growth. She had to get to that point. She had to learn that about herself, right? To know that, okay, the train is humming and it's on the tracks. I need not to be disturbed, right? Hence, one of the reasons why she got a nanny for the children, like I need not to be distracted, right? Like I have to have this, this has, this, this is the money right here. So let's go and get to this bag because the train is on the tracks. <laughs> As, um, yes, I'm sure you're screaming, yes. I'm like, yes, yes, I'll think yes. I love, I love that book. Uh, when it first came out, I, every, everybody wanted the book, right? As soon as it came out, everyone was like, you have to read it. There's all these book clubs. Like, it was like the Michelle Obama before Michelle Obama. Like, it was like that fire. And yeah. I really appreciate, I love the fact that you mentioned the train on the tracks and her process, because that is so true for many of us in this space, right? In order, in order for us to hone in, we have to zone things out. And sometimes society tells us that that's not what you're supposed to be doing. And some areas of corporate America, that's not your quote unquote place. You should do it this way instead of doing it the way that you are um, comfortable doing it. And I just feel like there's so much friction in this sphere, especially for women in tech in and around a certain way of doing things. This is the only this this is the only way, like the Mandalorian over here, this is the way. And it's not. <laughs> There's so many other areas and there's so many different ways that we can eat and tackle this pie without having to go through this quote unquote way. And I love the fact that you mentioned Shonda because that she understood, she understood the assignment. She understood mm -hmm. what she was capable of doing and she found ways to help balance that, to keep going that direction. so She could continue to be um, the success that she is. And a lot of us in this space, sometimes we're, we're burdened by that. We're burdened by, you know, all the outside pillars, all the other plates we have to spin and then somehow focus on our one singular spinning plate where our heart rests, right? And it's very, I think it's very um, telling that it is possible to find another way. 
it is possible to go a different route and still be on point. Um, be okay with stepping out of the bounds. Really, that's really kind of where I was coming from that. Um, mm. All of us in our own lanes are already doing that. We're not necessarily following a, a traditional trajectory. We are creating our own lanes. We're forging our own fires in some areas. Mm. And that's okay. Um, but be, be encouraged out there to step away from, from the picket lines and the white picket fence. Be okay with not being able to be on the road, but be on the con or be on the, on the stubble. Be okay with barefoot and not have to wear shoes. Be okay with doing something different that's not typically the norm and still striving toward your goal. So that's that's my two cents. Sorry. <laughs> that just really inspired me. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna get in here real quick. You gave me chills. That 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 was a whole word right there, a whole sermon. <laughs> thank you, Pastor Daniel. Danielle, thank you, thank you so much. <laughs> but yeah, we do this it's to been each other. Like, okay, Sister Danielle. Okay, Sister Priscilla. We we do it all the time. There's always yeah, we all here. I love it. I love it. Um, I've we always charging before. Um, I'm not sure if we can talk about your other um your other growth baby as well. So can we talk about your second business venture, or is that something we can save for a later time? So you're speaking of the medtech business, medtech matchmaker. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I just I was gonna ask a question about it, but I wanted to be sure. I was like, before I even like drop the name or say anything. Yeah. So like, just kind of in that same vein of growth, like I just want to mm -hmm. know what made you. Once you got to a comfortable place with gentle, what made you grow or transit? And you're not even really transitioning because you're doing both at the same time, like a true Aquarius. <laughs> um, so what made you transition or at least, I guess, kind of put your energy towards doing both things? Like what was the passion behind that? And then kind of what growth have you seen in both aspects? Like having to manage two completely different types of businesses um, and then being able to help people in two different ways in that aspect. How has that growth been for you? And then how is the business growing? So this is this is this is a really good question. And honestly, I can't take credit for any of it. Um, I'm not sure anybody's like spiritual background here, but listen, it ain't me. It's the most high, right? Like honestly, I kept I left my job. Let me give you a backstory. I left my job. Um, I was in laboratory medicine as a clinical lab scientist for 12 years, right? Um, mostly in transfusion medicine, um, but I dabbled in like women's health and things like that, any opportunity that I had a chance to do that. Um, hence why I, it was easy for me to kind of pivot and create a business called Gentle for Women's Health, right? Um, but it was toxic. When I tell you toxic, it's an industry that's completely understaffed. Um, you're undervalued there, right? Uh, and underpaid. And you want me to keep showing up here to do four people's jobs. Like, uh, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. So I actually went through employee burnout. You get people to hear about, like, talk about it all the time. And they've never gone through it. Like, this shit was crazy. Okay. Like, I completely, you know, had a meltdown in my therapist's office. And she's like, look, so no, none of these coping mechanisms are going to work for you, honey. You got to leave. Like you have, you can't be at this job. You have to find something else. And I tried, I tried to find another job and um, nothing seemed to work out and things kind of got worse. So I ended up leaving without any other plan. I just had gentle. So that's kind of how I got into doing gentle full time. I became this, uh, I call it a, um, a full-time entrepreneur by accident, right? <laughs> like it definitely wasn't on purpose, but I had to, I had something I can put like kind of 
pour my entire self into. Um, and so since then, I was that was December 2019, right? I had been out of work since November last year of 2020, um, 2022. And so um, I'm I'm constantly like, let me apply for this job. Let me apply for this job. You know, trying to look. I mean, doors were closing. I mean, it was it wasn't even. Uh, it's nothing that I can truly explain because I was applying to positions and people would just kind of go ghost, right? Um, or position, I'll get responses and people, and the, they'll say they closed the position. They're not hiring anybody at this point, right? So this is what I was getting. It wasn't even really, I was getting no's. It was like just closed doors everywhere um, until November last year. Um, and, and this whole time I'm praying and asking God, like, look, what is it? Because I done took almost a hundred K away from my household and my husband looking at me like I'm crazy, <laughs> right? Like, what are we doing here? And so, um, I'm praying, you know, constantly praying, just trying to stay connected and not be too, you know, just kind of sad about everything that's happened and depressed about everything that's happened, but it's kind of hard. And, um, randomly, Shout out to him. His name is Sean. Um, he he started a, com- a recruiting firm uh, for uh, for clinical lab scientists called Intro CLS. And he had reached out to me at the beginning of the pandemic. So I was like, "Hey, you're you're a creative. Like, can you help me with social media?" What? Sure, I'll give you a few tips. Like, that's fine. And we kind of stayed connected since the beginning of the pandemic. And then he was saying that he needed some help. Um, he wanted to hire somebody. And it didn't pay a lot of money. And that's and it was interesting because by the time I was able to go and do this, the, the amount of skills, ooh, the amount of skills that I was able to um, develop over that time, almost a three period, three, three year period, um, it, it, it fed right into this position. And so my husband calls it this unicorn position. Um, so I'm helping him, but there's a level of freedom. When I tell y'all, I said, Lord, if I'm going back to work. It cannot be in a toxic environment. I'm not going to do well simply because I left a toxic environment. I did my business full time and created a euphoric place for myself. Right. And maybe that was a downfall for me. Right. But it, I was like, I can't take anything less than this. It got to be remote. It got, hence, this is why our uh, Cicely and I have a, a mutual acquaintance and she kind of helped me through this. But um, it was it was an entire process. And by the time this came around, I had developed skills. Right. I, I knew how to run a business. Um, it wasn't. And, and peopling was my thing. What? You want me to have a conversation with people that I know what they're going through? This is easy. This is easy money right here. <laughs> so um, and the freedom that I was able to have the creative free freedom. And um, and Sean knows that he's like, yeah, you know, I'm, there's going to be so many things that come out of this for you. I just really need to help. And so I have this creative freedom and I coined myself the MedTech matchmaker. Um, and it kind of had a it, it just has a it, I don't even know what happened, y'all. I got on LinkedIn <laughs> and it just kind of did its own thing. I, I had developed my skill with um, with uh you know, with social media, my captions, my content, the copywriting, all of that. Um, and for a long time, I used to think, why is it taking me so long to build, you know, a, a huge following over on Instagram for gentle? Um, and you know how people say all the time, some platforms are not for everything, right? Uh, you have to figure out which platform works best, but that means you got to do it, right? You got to try it out. Um, and so 
I took everything I learned from the three years that I had been doing dental or the four years I've been doing dental full time and just dumped it into LinkedIn for MedTech Matchmaker. And when I tell y'all the feedback, I'm like, how? People are calling me. They're sharing my phone number with people. I'm getting random text messages. <laughs> like, like, can you help me? Can you help me? I have taught people out. Of, I've become a career coach. How? How did I become a career coach? Okay. I'm talking people out of the industry. Like, girl, you ain't supposed to be doing this no more. What do you really like to do? <laughs> so it's it's been fascinating. I just, I can't take the credit for it. Right. Because it was, it was the character building that, um, and that's the growth we talking about. Right. And that rich soil that we don't know that we in, right. The character building that's happening there to the skills that I was able to develop that were not necessarily for gentle, but for this thing over here, and this is why I say God don't make no mistakes, right? He be knowing, makes no mistakes, right? None. Um, so I'm not sure what ever what everybody believes, but whatever that higher power is, you know, it's it, it doesn't make a mistake. The universe is is um, um, not forgiving in that way. Like it's very intentional, very intentional. Um, and I always say, you know, your journey is not necessarily for you right? Your journey is for you to be a blessing to others. So, you know, I'm, I'm in this and the skills that I developed weren't necessarily for what I thought it was for, but it was for, you know, MedTech Matchmaker and helping people over in this corporate uh, laboratory, medical laboratory, clinical laboratory space. So it's been amazing. Thank you so much for sharing. Like I said, I wasn't sure if you were able to share, if you wanted to share, but thank you so much. And I think this is a testament to something that I talk with um, to Danielle and Priscilla about all the time that like, I always joke that like, I have a million degrees and like, I see I'm seemingly all over the place, but when it comes down to it, I'm always able to just like you said, somehow grow and flow into these positions that fit like that exact thing that I thought was like, oh my gosh, like how am I ever gonna find a job doing this? it fits those things perfectly. So I think that's such a testament. It's like we were talking about those roots that grow underneath the ground that no one's able to see. So those things that we develop, the things we think we're never gonna use, now that stuff is circling back for me in the same way that like, I'm now finding ways that really play to my talent. So I love that. And I think that's an amazing testament to how just keep learning stuff and keep growing. And then someday you'll figure out why it all fits together. Yep. I think yep. that's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's it's exactly how even with with gentle it was like, you know, I, at this point, I knew how to run a laboratory, right? I could easily get a job as a, you know, laboratory operations manager or something like that. Um, but I was like, why am I going to why am I going to need this? And when I came home, right, and was doing gentle full time, I had to run my own lab. I had to create and run my own laboratory. Like what? Who who would have thought like this is so crazy. So it's never by mistake. Right. Like if you feel like this, this is something that you, you're supposed to be doing, um, do it. And you're and you're just kind of driven to do it. Do it. Learn it. Understand it. it's going to be useful in some arena or the other. And just give it time. Just give it time. Yeah, well, I love it. It's like it's, you know, it's proving that every step takes us where we need to go. Right. Like if you don't take it. Feel like you're saying early, right? I just stand here. <laughs> it's not going to come to me. I've tried that many times. I'm like, I want that over there. I got to get my ass up. And I yep. it. So, but that's, I mean, I love, I love that, you know, seeing all the, uh, cause you know, you look what Cicely is saying, right? We have all these, all these stuff. And 
it's going to all kind of come together. You know, it's like the ingredients in the recipe. You might need a little bit more in that, right? Cicely, I know you need a little bit more hot spice in there and stuff, right? And then you get it. I mean, and it tastes just right. You got to put, I like to, I talk about food a lot. I noticed I'm like, I was talking about sweet and sour. Now I'm talking about spice. <laughs> I'm hungry. I was hungry right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> But I think it's beautiful. I mean, I love I love hearing um, I, I like hearing the stories about the how you got to where, you know, because mm -hmm. nobody just gets I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> like, you know, I want yeah. to I want to hear the ugly because it mm -hmm. doesn't make it makes the other it makes so much more beautiful. Right. Yep. Yep. There's always a story. Yeah, always. Thanks a story. for your story. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yes. Matchmaker. Okay. <laughs> right, yeah. and I, I was just joking, y'all. Honestly, I was like, "Let me find." I'm a creative. Here we go again, right? Oh, that's cute. Let's do that. Head tech matchmaker, and I'm getting a message. So, do you matchmake for <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, all right. This is this is really a thing. Okay, <laughs> I love it. I think this is such a great. Um, testimony to what we can do when we are willing to be shaped by our processes, right? Um, I love your story. I love the fact that um, you have completely overcome the one star theorem. I love that you have been able to be such a determining light for so many other women who are listening to this, who have something deep down inside of them that they're trying to get out and they just don't know either where to start or feel encouraged enough to get the path started. And I feel like this is a great story for many women out there to listen, feel encouraged and empowered by what Lita is doing um, and the path that she has chosen to take and running two businesses um, at the same time right now. I mean, it's just, wow, totally impressive, extremely humbling. Um, I'm empowered. I'm inspired by this one story. So if you all are like, in your car screaming yes by now. Um, I'm already in my seat screaming yes, ready to throw a ship. So I am like really excited for whatever comes from um, Mental Wash and from um, the Med Tech Matchmaker. Oh my gosh. I love that name. That name is clever. Um, that was really clever. Like I just have to say that that's super clever. Thanks. <laughs> um, okay, ladies, do you have any other questions? And then we're, we can go straight into our uh, flash questionnaire to wrap up the episode. Okay. Okay, Lita. Now, we've talked about how we're going to find Gentle Wash, how we mm -hmm. can keep our hoo-haws and, and all of our bloody body parts clean, naturally, all the things. But if they want to find you um, for any other services, <clears throat> like, like the second business, how <laughs> can they find and connect with you? So, great question. I am on Instagram with, as Gentle Lady Wash, Instagram and Facebook, Gentle Lady Wash. That's G N T L E, Lady Wash, all one word. Um, on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, we're there every single Tuesday night going live on Instagram for Girl Talk Tuesday. We talk all things womanhood. So, from faking orgasms to how do I clean my vulva, right? Like all of it. Okay. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, you, we can also, if you want to go ahead and purchase, you can head over to Amazon. We're on there. Um, but you can also go to our website at gentlewash.com, G-N-T-L-E, wash.com. 
um, and go ahead and purchase. We do have a subscription that's available that you can get, um, save, save yourself some money um, and get a uh, your subscription, your bottle sent to you, your feminine wash sent to you every single month or bi-monthly. Um, it's up to you. Um, and then as far as the MedTech matchmaker goes, you can go ahead and follow me on LinkedIn. Okay. Who would have thought I would have been on LinkedIn? What? I was, I was trash in LinkedIn before I got there. Okay. Like nobody's on here, <laughs> but a lot of people are on there. <laughs> so you can find me at, um, Lita Tucson is the, um, backslash MedTech matchmaker, I think over there. So, um, all one word and also, wait a second, cause I'm just getting used to it. Y'all TikTok. So Gentle Lady Wash is over on TikTok as well as MedTech Matchmaker. So um, you got any questions and you've been a clinical lab scientist or you work in a laboratory, you got questions, you like, I want to leave, I want to contract, I want to, you know, whatever it is, just shoot me a message over on LinkedIn. Um, but as far as Gentle is concerned, ciao, it's a whole vibe, okay? Come and join a Gentle Lady tribe. <laughs> We're looking forward to you coming and, and kicking it with us. <laughs> Hey, oh, I, I joined. Oh, I joined you. You about to see? <laughs> yes. Fell slower. <laughs> I'm not, I'm love, not a love this. <laughs> Maybe it's a all good, Priscilla. It's all good. Maybe just a little bit. <laughs> I love it. Oh my goodness! Now this is the tribe that vibes. Like that's this what we say, um, because this is what it's all about. It's about community. Uh, we're in four different areas right now, four different areas, and we're able to have this genuine conversation in and around supporting, uplifting, inspiring each other with our with our, all of our voices, our stories, our testimonies, our wins, and especially our failures. So thank you for listening um, to all of you to this episode. I am so inspired by this, but I am more excited to kind of see what these flash questionnaire responses are going to be. Um, so we're going to move straight into that. Uh, I'll explain I don't that know, you just say the first thing that comes into your mind, okay. uh, and I'll Cicely do the rest. <laughs> it's unfiltered, Lita. So just whatever comes to mind, that's what's that's yeah, girl. Only rule. <laughs> um, so something you've learned in the past year—a life lesson, hobby, fun fact, etc. People are shit. <laughs> People are shit. Um, but it's not a bad thing, right? They just kind of are. Uh, and it's all good. You just love them anyway. <laughs> Ooh, see, this is what I was talking about. Favorite vacation or getaway spot? Ooh, okay. So can I give two? Yes. Okay. So the first one, Trinidad and Tobago. Oh my goodness. Lovely good food, place. people, everything. Second one, most people won't even probably go, Wilmington, North Carolina. It's a cute little quaint space. I love it. My husband and I go every single year. Oh, I love that. Well, nice. Sweet snacks or savory snacks? Oh, I am a, mm, I'm a sweet, but I got to have the savory afterwards or vice versa, right? So both. Yeah. <laughs> love it. Um, Harry Potter or Star Wars? Harry Potter for sure. I already knew that. I, I, <laughs> I, I just knew. We were on the Aquarius vibe on that one. I already knew. Um, digital books or physical books? <sighs> Something about a physical book, you know, it, it gives me the vibes. I just, I love it, Absolutely. you know? We do too. I think, every, like, we always agree. I think what was 99% of our guests, it's physical books, no matter what. Like, maybe that's because we're all, like, in that millennial age, or most of us are in that millennial age range. Might be why, but 
I it's the physical books. Um, and if you could go back in time, where would you go and whom would you see? Mm. Oh, that's good. Um, this is this is sentimental. Uh, I would go back to 1992 um, to be with my sister. So my my oldest sister passed away in 2014, but she was a gem, a gem. And going back to that year um, and just spending that time with her, getting to see her develop and and grow up until you know her her last days was just would be amazing to see. So yeah. Oh, it's gonna bring tears to my eyes. Oh, I love that though. I think that's so sweet. That's beautiful. Um, if you or excuse me, your love languages. So, like, how do you receive love? How do you best receive love? Child, I am a um, I'm all about quality time, and um, I, I love me a good affirmation, words of affirmation. Uh, tell me what I tell me what tell me again. You love me. Why? Tell me why. <laughs> I love that. Like, I, I love you. Hearing. I love you, Lita. Tell me just again. I love you just because. All the reasons. It. And Priscilla is going to be the one. She's going to give you the words of affirmation. If no one else, Priscilla lays it on thick, and I love it. It's just so natural. It comes from a place of love. It's beautiful. Um, and last but not least, what is the best part of being a grown-up? Oh. <sighs> I get to eat what I want when I want to. <laughs> a word from Sister yes, <laughs> food, food, right? Yes, How many food. guests do we have that have said that though? Literally, so I, I do what I want, and I'm gonna eat what I, I do want. What I want when I yes. want like, ice cream at night if I want to. Right. I'm like some of y'all didn't get to do this as a child. No. <laughs> no. Right. Your parents were strict about that. Uh -huh. The pride, just the pride. Okay. Right. <laughs> Reason number two, this podcast episode was labeled hashtag GRWN. Okay. Like ground. Yeah. We ground. Um, I absolutely love this. <laughs> right? I love it. Um, this has been so much fun. Like I truly have personally enjoyed this. Um, Cicely or um Priscilla, do you guys have any wrap-up thoughts for this episode? Um, I would just say that I knew that I liked Lita before and like there was a connection there, but I'm throwing it back to the Aquarius connection now. Now that I know that, like it just, it's exponential growth in how much I love and admire the things that she does, how I'm just rooting for her and just hoping nothing but the best. I'm like Lita, just, I, I got nothing else. That's it. Like I'm just I'm, I'm speechless. I'm a Scorpio, but I still love Scorpios. I still love you. <laughs> I <love> you. <laughs> very, very much. We get along, Priscilla. Scorpios and Aquarius, we get along. And Danielle, we're not trying to leave you out, I promise. I love you too. Danielle, you're a Cancer or you're a Leo? I'm a Cancer, but I'm right on the Leo line. Okay, so see, it's all love. It's all love. <laughs> all in here. I love it. Okay, well, Lita, stay on for just a second as we sign off here. Um, thanks for listening to the More Than Graphics podcast, everyone. Continue to subscribe and follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. Send us your feedback on Facebook or Twitter on how our life stories and virtual safe spaces are helping you navigate, empower, or encourage you. And be sure to check out mtgthepodcast.com and subscribe to our emails for exclusive behind-the-scenes moments like Clubhouse and now LinkedIn audio events happening one time a month at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Y'all, this has been real. Thanks so much, Lita. Everyone else, have a great night.
Good night. And just like that, the episode ends, but the convo has just begun. Thanks for listening to the MDG podcast. We want to hear from you. If you enjoyed our podcast, give it a review on your listening app of choice. Continue to follow us across MTG social and look out for bonus content releases throughout the year. This podcast is produced by Octane Design Studio.